What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Sam, thank you for reaching out to let us know that of your wonderful suggestion for our product. We are glad that you care enough about our foods to offer your idea. Although we cannot accept confidential ideas, your idea matters to us because it helps to us understand current opinions and trends. Your insight helps us continue to offer foods that are beloved by people around the world. Thank you again, Sam. Kellogg Consumer How's that make Affairs. You feel? Makes me feel bad that one... It's misspelled. You, that, that was totally outsourced to, like, in another country. Yeah. Two... I don't think they took my pretzel Pringle idea seriously. For those coming in, welcome to the Virtual Homework Podcast. That was... Welcome. What even am I talking about? I'm talking about my email from episode 67.5. That's right. We didn't play a game last week, and you (laughs) probably didn't listen. Okay? I emailed Pringles instead. I thought it was a good compromise. This form letter response telling me that they cannot accept confidential ideas. I was not saying, like, yo, keep this on the down low. But I have a good idea <laughs> for a pretzel. Like, how would you feel if in like three months they came out with these? If they came out with a pretzel Pringle, I would blow my pot. That'd be great for the podcast. Because I would be like, <laughs> I, I, I sent them this email three months ago that they stole my idea. I wouldn't care so much because I want to try a pretzel Pringle. And uh, I, if, if Kellogg's. I think that's considered um, copyright to, is if you, if there's proof that you sent it to them. I, I, I guess, but that's besides the point. I got a response back, okay? I'm kind of a celebrity. You yeah, ever you ever hear of Pringles? I know them. We're BFFs. <laughs> you're on you're on you're on speed dial with Pringles. I am on speed. They responded relatively quick. They responded in like three days, four days. And considering Twitter I sent that at midnight, that's basically Twitter doesn't respond to me. Oh yeah. Depressing. <laughs> anyway, like? I'm Sam. I am Dana, and this is a video game podcast. We've only else. said that like seven times. What did we play this week? Dude, we played fucking Psychonauts 2, the 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 thrilling conclusion or continuation of the Psychonauts franchise that actually just came out like a week ago, I think it was. No, it didn't. This game's a month old. Where does the time go? Uh, aging, death, death. Leg- legitimately, we're recording this on 915. The game came out on 815. Did it really? Uh, yep. And the the thing about this is that we just played Psychonauts, so I feel like we have a little bit better idea about the continuation of the series. I know that this is actually the third game in the series. There was like a very brief VR experience that was like an hour, two hour campaign. Yeah. That apparently like it, it bridged the gap between this game and the other game. So at the end of last game, spoiler alert, you can skip like 30 seconds to actually uh, miss this. Well, like to be fair, the beginning of this game spoils it. Okay, but the Psychonauts go off to save the leader of the Psychonauts who has been kidnapped. The VR is actually like him getting, like you're saving him from being kidnapped. And then this game, you have retrieved the kidnapped Psychonauts leader and you are going back to Psychonauts headquarters. So Psychonauts 2 is a platformer made by Double Fine. Led by Tim Schafer of Gamergate fame. I don't know why. That's the only reason I know Tim Schafer. People <laughs> hate him because anyone knows him. Yeah, because all- he's like fuck Gamergate, and then Gamergate's like we took that personally. So anyway, on a more positive note, good game. By that I mean great game. I mean holy I, shit, I think this amazing is a game. beyond great game. Like this is like for me, this is like top five on podcast level game. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Uh, considered how much I thought that the original game was 
overrated as fuck. This game literally fixed almost every single complaint I had with the original game, one by one. Granted, I do have a couple of problems with this game, but like... We'll get into this that game later. Was, yeah, this was an absolute joy to play. Like, holy shit, was this awesome. So, did you beat the game? Oh yeah, I did beat it. I beat the game too, and I was actually considering 100%ing it, but I... Uh... I actually want to as well. I actually... The collectathon aspect was significantly better than the original. Some of the problems I had in the original were like the... Items you had to search for, they're transparent, they blended in with the stage, uh, the textures were a little bit washed out, but because everything looked so good, so crisp, and they uh, made those transparent uh, things you collect a lot easier to find, the figments, a lot more fun to do. Yeah, so let's actually talk about this game a little bit in terms of like, this This is essentially the same game as Psychonauts yeah. 1 from a basic, it's a 3D platformer that is heavily cinematic, and I will say like, heavily cinematic, heavily, They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's basically a movie when you get like, in, into certain sections, but... Um, you are going around Psychonauts headquarters trying to basically go up through the ranks of Psychonauts. You, you start as an intern, and then as, as the story progresses, you become more and more of a Psychonaut as, as the mm-hmm. main plot unfolds as Grolovia, the, the place where uh, some of the main characters come from, the, the political history comes into the fold. I feel like, as you said, this is basically Psychonauts if they improve literally every single aspect. Yep. Sure, the main things that are enjoyable in the original game are still there. Pretty much every single power-up, save like one or two, is is the same. The game functions as a, as a 3D platformer, but I, I, I feel like where it really improved is... You mentioned in your original Psychonauts complaints that the combat was extremely one-dimensional. Oh, it was terrible. And this it was like such an improvement. Like, yeah, holy shit. Th- it actually now, mattered. <laughs> Yeah, it actually mattered. So for one, you could do dodging, and the the most enemies had some sort of telegraph attack that you could dodge, weave in and out. Something that's different that we didn't really mention is that you start with a lot of the abilities you ended up in the last game. But in this game, you can level them up as you level up your rank, uh, put points in them to make them stronger, maybe make them... Uh, shoot an extra projectile, do certain things, and uh, it really made combat super, super interesting. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. And it's still the same problem where combat frequently felt very um, repetitive, where it's like the same, like, it's like the original game was like two enemies, this is like six or seven different enemies, like the same type of fights over and over and over. But still, like, the um, the different type of builds and everything you can do to augment and make your combat better is just like it was so so much so much better such an improvement at the same time like i felt like this was more of a platformer than the predecessor like first of all that 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 extends to the fact that like the levels themselves were significantly more straightforward it was less it was it was less puzzly and more just like pure unadultered platforming which i don't have a problem with i feel like the puzzles were kind of phoned in on the original yeah actually the the second half of the game which is nearly all puzzles was like by far the worst section so i was like yeah they they pretty much trimmed the fat regarding that but i was just gonna say like i felt like a lot of the combat besides like bosses which were in every single level most of the combat i would i would say is more avoidable than the original game like i feel like you were kind of nagged with enemies in the original game and like sure there were some segments where there was kind of like i I would disagree because almost every fight in this one is like you're in an area and it's like oh no enemies are coming you have to kill them before you can progress versus like in the original game i feel like there were a lot less of those 
Mm, I, I feel like maybe those were just more common towards the end of the game. We might have recency bias, but I, I, yeah, I yeah. remember when I was like playing this game in the middle, I actually made that note that like, I was like, wow, there really isn't that much force combat in this game compared to the original. But like, even, even so, like from every, like, sure, the gameplay gets a little repetitive at times just due to the fact that like, as a platformer, you're basically just jumping from place to place. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I enjoyed this game from start to finish. Can I just say this game looks beautiful beautiful holy shit is so good and it's such um one of my main complaints about the original game was that it wasn't as open world as it kind of tried itself to be granted uh and this one you kind of had a central goal but the overworld this game is gigantic and you can kind of go anywhere it literally tells you hey go fucking explore go find shit go find (laughs) upgrades go to any of these areas anytime you want like straight up, they like they're like, "Hey, go explore," and you can explore for literally hours and find secrets, all sorts of really cool stuff, all different like secret areas, like all this other like super awesome fun stuff. Yeah, and and it's not one of those games like you could you could beat this game at a relatively low level. Like it doesn't really matter too much. Like you you basically have all the skills to beat the game when you first yeah. start the game. Save yep. like you probably want a little bit more health from some of the power ups. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that, like all the power ups that you could potentially get in these open world areas, because that's really what you're rewarded with when you explore like the the super like extended depths. Like you're you're rewarded with things that don't necessarily matter to the completion. Well, maybe matter a little to the completionist, but like don't well, really they, matter they f- towards like someone who's like heavy into collecting. So it doesn't get like completely overwhelmed. Well, they, the upgrades felt a lot more meaningful than in the previous game. I felt like because you didn't use ninety percent of your repertoire in the original game, that the upgrades felt meaningless. And in this, they actually because you use every single ability multiple times all over the place for a million different things, um, cause it. F- a lot of those upgrades have feel a lot more meaningful. True. I, I, With- I didn't want to say like this game, uh, it, it's, it's meaningless to upgrade with, with like the regard that you like have everything to beat the game when you first start. It's definitely still like a, a an award for getting those items. Oh, but absolutely. It's, it's just like, it's, you can just, do, you could do it if yeah. you physically wanted to. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say, so they had this like pin system. I didn't use it at all whatsoever. There was, like, I didn't, this I didn't pin use system. any of the, the items really, uh, besides like getting achievements <laughs> but um I, I i used a couple of them so there's this you can augment your abilities via the uh when you level up your your rank you can put points into certain abilities but then there's uh, you can further augment them by buying pins from the shop with currency you find all over the game change the color of a ball it'll like make your ability do something different i didn't use any of them i basically only use the ones that make items fly to you so i always had health always got all like my money items right away uh, and that's all I ever really used. Yeah, I I basically used the one pin that, like, I used some passive pins, and then I completely forgot about them until the end of the game. And then I'm like, ah, I'm near the end, I might as well get this one pin that costs a bunch that, like, helps me out in combat. But Th- that, that was probably my one negative about the game was the pin system just felt like I didn't need to do it at all whatsoever. I mean, it, I, I don't want to get into, like, my full-on, like, rant about any negatives I, I have about this game, but I, I do want to just note, like, I, I definitely see it as an improvement from a hub world. Like, literally every single aspect is, like, it's beautiful. Like, I, Psychonauts, I get what they were going for with, like, the, the blander colors making it look more drab, but, like, this game is just eye, eye candy, basically. It's I don't know. Beautiful. like beautiful. I feel like when I was playing it, though, like, 
specifically like the the brain hub because you're in basically like an FBI headquarters. I felt yeah. like it was almost like a little bit like generic superhero feel, and I felt like the the original campsite may have had a little bit more personality than like oh, the environments ab- here. Absolutely, um, I I think that was something that was definitely true to the first game. There are definitely a lot more personality to some of the areas. Now that being said, I feel like certain areas like the like the feast of the senses, like there are just levels in this game that are just absolutely mind-blowing to, yeah to we, could, we could get we could get into the 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 level design here i mean is feast of the senses the psy king one yeah that that's my favorite level in the game i first yeah, of all that that the, was super fucking cool the, the thing like, is, everything about it like the music like the visuals like yeah, everything like the, oh my god spoilers they got jack black to sing a song in this game oh that was oh that, that was jack black the thing is i was like is that jack black and then i was like oh shit it is jack black yeah that he's he plays a character in this game very briefly i have a little bit of complaint even though it's my favorite level some of these levels uh really towards the middle i feel like towards the end like they were broken up into sections pretty well but like some of these levels are long these levels yeah i was gonna say yeah. like i have a point say like these are massive intricate levels with multiple yeah. sections multiple wings like multiple like if you're trying to collect everything like holy shit like um that library level once you start getting to like the little city area like that is a massive 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 area i'm not even thinking about collecting i'm just thinking like trying to, trying to sit down and beat a level it's like this is exhausting i didn't expect to be here for three hours trying to beat this level yeah. right now but i felt that overall the game was a good length and even as a collectathon it's like 15 hours versus 25 hours if you go like any percent versus 100 yeah. percent so like yeah i i very reasonably beat this game i i do want to at one point 100 this game but i know it's not gonna happen i do but. i i actually want to as well like i felt like the collectathon felt like less of a drag than the original game uh let's go into like the the story a little bit i feel like the story was a lot more um pronounced it was a lot better writing my one of my main criticisms with the original game was i felt the last like end game part was completely rushed i didn't feel like any part of this game was rushed like there are straight up sections of this game where i'm like holy shit like this is crazy i was super invested in the story it basically seems like a movie at points like the story is legitimately intricate and i think like, i feel like the total of the cutscenes could potentially be like an hour two hours like there is a ton of like yeah. actual like animated like <laughs> uh, segments remember of the, when of i was game. like uh there are thousands of hours of voice lines with the original game like yeah. i actually think there are thousands of hours of voice lines in this game because you can literally talk to every character in this game yeah and, and, there, have, like, and there's I'm, like different sequences depending on where you are in the game too yeah which is so, super cool but but yeah like the actual story was a lot more engrossing like i i thought one of the main complaints i had with psychonauts one in terms of the story was all of a sudden everyone's kidnapped and this one character wants to take over the world like where did this come from this kind yeah, of just exactly. came out of nowhere this this had like an actual like villain set up there were twists and turns and then we got to the end and it was a satisfying ending I hope oh, that's yeah. not a spoiler. I, I know that's... A, it like, was a super satisfying ending. Yeah. No, one but like, thing, that the one thing I will, s- will piss people off sometimes. Like, oh, I saw that movie. It had such a good ending. It's like, why do you tell me the ending was good? One, one thing I will say is something that um, uh, it w- was pretty wholesome. They actually had a man and a man uh, romantic relationship in the game, and it was completely wholesome. I know a lot of people, like the gamer bros, are like, oh, what the hell? The world culture, blah, blah, blah. But I, I think they, they wrote it in really well to a a way that really if you can't be upset about it it was super yeah, cute well, super wholesome and everything like that so yeah, they 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 just did it and didn't really acknowledge like they're yeah it was, like it, it was just it was like just a there. normal thing yeah it, it's so. just it's i was thinking about it, it's just so crazy we're so used to like the 
you know, traditional man and woman in video games that like we're like, oh my god, like this is a thing. And it's like, well, no, it's this is normal, and you don't have to you just treat it like it's whatever. You know, it it was really well done, and I felt like it was really wholesome. Yeah, I it it, it was a good level. It I it's it was up. Like, I'm trying to think like. I, at, at that point in time, I was like trying to just basically get to the end game. I was that, that I would say that that end game is long. Yeah, so like I, it might that level in my experience and level might have just been marred that I was like trying to kind of rushing it because I was worried I wasn't going to be able to beat the game for the well, podcast. Well, it was spread. It was a, the, the relationship thing was spread over like five or six different levels. Like it was two levels. Like, it was it was there. Like if you paid attention to like different things and talking and I didn't stuff like that. pay attention until I literally had to climb a massive gay wedding cake, which was it was a part of <laughs> with, the level with his nipples sticking out. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I I was actually so the thing is like I I had to the I. <sighs> As morbid curiosity and knowing the gamer gamer bro culture, I was, like, curious if people were, like, legitimately outraged over that. And, like, honestly, I did not find that much outrage towards that on the internet. The thing I actually found outrage for was, ironically, there's a trigger warning in the beginning of the game that this game deals with mental health issues. And, like, there's, like, beware if you have a dental phobia, which, honestly, I was like, oh, dental phobia? And then I was like, oh, okay, if someone there's is legitimately some, like, scared of teeth. Like, that first is, level. That's like, the there, creepiest level in the game. I was, I was yeah, like, wow, it's the, tone creepy, of, man. the tone of this game is really changed but then the game got a lot more lighthearted. Um, well yeah there's a couple things a, a bunch of people got pissed off on the internet uh one was all the accessibility options like you should make it so it's impossible to die in this game no the thing is i didn't, I didn't think, like think i didn't think people were upset that accessibility options existed but they were upset when psychonauts tweeted out that beating the game on in, uh infinite uh, health mode is still beating the game or, or they made some some comments on that people are like the dark souls crowd is like if you did not struggle in this game did you have the same experience as me no you have not beaten the game despite what the developers say i'm like eh, if you had fun, i think this game had win. a fantastic difficulty curve like it wasn't like out of this world like i got really frustrated in the original game a bunch of times i didn't really get frustrated in this game but it was definitely i had to try it a lot of parts in this game which is i like, nearly one-shotted everything except for except yeah, for the final boss yeah. I, I I think I one shot at every single boss, but uh, uh, it, it, I felt like it was decently not. I don't want to say it's difficult, but it was like fun and challenging at parts. You know, I I, I thought this game, and I mentioned that like got a little repetitive at points towards the end because like I I feel like at, at the core like this is more story than platformer, and like mm-hmm. it has it has tight controls and it has satisfying gameplay, but I feel like because they s- emphasize the story more than the platforming aspects, like I. I was able to let the the platforming take a little bit of a backseat, and therefore I didn't care that much that like I was having a pretty easy stroll through the game, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Another thing that people are pissed off about is that it doesn't have Russian support. <laughs> oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. Well, okay, so there's actually multiple things regarding this, but I was like just looking at this game because sometimes when I like play a game I really like, I want to go to like bad reviews and just like read how idiotic they are. Like, uh, I, I know I mentioned Gamergate before, one of the only pro Gamergate publications in, that I know in recent memory. Uh, Tech Raptor rated this game a 7.5 out of 10. And one of their main complaints was that the power up system was outdated and having to switch the power ups from a menu just seemed like something you do in PS2. I'm like, that's, they like docked like a point for that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, seems- I, I, I could see where they're coming from because it does feel like very 2000s, like clunky platformer, which is a genuine complaint. I didn't really care too much about it. But like it, 7.5, but- come on. But anyway. Yeah, no, I think that's insane. But I, yeah. I did, I think it's a point to say, like, all right, I have to change this ability to this ability to you know it's a constant I, I, to choose 
I was actually in a rhythm with that. I didn't really care. But no, I I'm, in the process of looking at the the meta score, I noticed that like this game has like a four or like five out of ten on certain platforms. Apparently, there's a review bombing campaign because the game does not have Russian language support. But yeah. um, there's also the fact that like console wars, people were like upset that the game was not coming to certain consoles. And um, honestly, I this this game was getting legitimately negative reviews on older platforms that this game supports xbox one and or i think the xbox one in particular yeah. for performance issues but like i don't know i actually this, this is, game is so I, this game utterly is, this, smooth for me oh yeah this game is like the fifth uh most top rated game on metacritic right now like yeah literally. i I, the the main complaint on these older platforms is load times, but like load times, I literally have a point here. Before I read that, I had no idea. Like this game loads from area to area on a nice PC extremely quickly. It's like I'm in. It's like I I never am out of the game really. I completely forgot about this. Some of the perspective changes in some of these levels are so so fucking cool. Like you'll go through like a portal from like one area, and then you go through it, and then you like look back, and then you see the other area, but it's like an unclosed like brand new area. Or you'll like be in like a different tower, like how you go around and stuff like that. It was super cool, like the different perspective changes that happen all over this game. Yeah, this this game is not open world. You can't just like go from like you can't walk into a level. Like there still is a tiny little transition, but like it it is so minimal at least on my setup that like I was just like impressed how I'm talking about little... more so in in the level. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say I'm impressed that like I literally like it, I was I was always playing the game. I was never waiting to yeah. play the game. But yeah, in the never. level it's absolutely insane. Like uh, the like I it reminds me of um I I've only seen it uh, I've never actually played it, but R- Ratchet and Clank for the PS5, how like everything kind of like blends into like everything else, like it, it, it or like uh, yep. what's it called? What's it called? Bowser's Fury, in a way. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, where, where, every, like it's just you go from one section to the next, and it's like there's, there's no transition. You're just, you're just no, in. You just, it, it's just, almost like a completely playing. different level. This game's a fucking pleasure to play, man. Like I, I, this is like literally like top five favorite game for me like i had so much fun with this i'm so glad that they did so much improvement with it because you know with these games that are quote-unquote uh cult plas- uh classics that come back that had like a 16-year development t- time or whatever it's like duke nukem they, and then and yeah then it's exactly like the worst game of all time like yeah actually there's not a really good track record for for resurrecting games uh but no. yeah i i also personally i think this is probably the thing is like i i I play these games and when a game's really good i think about my top five for the year because we we did that last year and we're probably gonna do it this year and i was like oh this game is easily number one in the top five but then i remember hades exists yeah hades and like this are like like game of the year contenders for sure high praise to even be in the same conversation as hades legitimately but but the thing is like insane the the thing is and where i think that hades will eventually in my mind uh, overshadow this game is that like hades is a literal perfect experience yeah this game is not perfect this game ha- is marred by a few technical issues at least that i experienced did you have any dialogue issues no really okay i'm not the only one who's experienced this like a lot of people are having these issues too we're like dialogue especially in the hub world will just like randomly play like i'll hear like sasha one of the main characters dialogue from like literally all the way the other uh, end of the Psychonauts Hall. Like, dialogue also, I thought, like, um, th- this isn't really a technical issue per se, but, like, when you when you walk past a character and then, like, you open up a different screen, it, like, cuts off the dialogue, and then, like, I have to go back and, like, hear it again if I really want to, like, listen to it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I it, mean, that, that that's definitely something that happened to me. Like, if you accidentally go too far ahead and you don't hear it and stuff like that. But, but yeah, I, I didn't have that many technical issues. Really, it was primarily dialogue-based. That's when when you're nitpicking about like dialogue randomly playing like you know you have a good game because like I yeah. I can't really think of any other negatives like I 
I uh, also just want to like, I, I meant to bring this up when we were talking about the story, but like, I feel like this game is probably the best representation of mental health in a video game I've ever seen. Oh, like, absolutely. Uh, it has like, it has like the whole package, like in the wholesome way. Like I said, it has like uh, LGBTQ, it has like mental health, like in a really wholesome and way that's not like phoning it in. Like it's super well done, you know? The the main comparison that I, I bet I'm not the only one who's made this comparison is comparing this game to Celeste. And like, it's not a competition on highlighting mental health issues and overcoming them, but I feel like the the messages in this game resonated with me a lot more due to the cinematic nature of the game versus something like mm-hmm. Celeste. I did, I am like the only person on earth who does not really care about the plot of Celeste. I just wanted to, to Well, to, like to this game gets platform. pretty dark with some of the subject matter you know like with this is like death and dying and like failing your friends failing your family like failing yourself like alcoholism you know like and they deal with all these deep-rooted like inner demons that these people have like this game's very like on the high end of pg like yeah and i i i think they did a very good job with highlighting mental health issues and i feel like people who experience those are definitely going to resonate with this game i i i really have i have no major complaints with this game it, it's an amazing game just play the game play the game worth 60 dollars, worth every penny oh yeah oh my god oh yeah did you notice that after you beat the game there's like actual content that you can do after the game yeah, yeah there's like new, there's like new missions like new like uh quests and things like that like there's so much content like even after you beat the game which is kind of cool i want to see where that goes yeah, I, I don't think it's going to go that. I, I, no, I, 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 that don't, much, I, don't, I don't think it goes anywhere crazy, but... Psychonauts 3, 15 years. Psychonauts 3, yeah, in 15 years. Well, could you imagine me playing this when you're like 45 years old? Yeah, I can. I don't I don't know. I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to just stop playing video games. It'd be pretty crazy. You can't play games. Yeah, I... I super Fuck, super dude, arthritis. Like, like I, I know we, we put work. this in like the same tier as like Hades, but like... Hades may, maybe is like like you said a perfect experience. Like this gets, this gets close to it in my opinion. I have a complaint about this game. What's that? You you watch the credits? Uh yeah. Did you did you notice something towards the bottom of the credits? Oh, I didn't watch all the end of the credits. What it say? No. So they listed every single kickstarter back oh yeah 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 it took if you if you if you don't fast forward through the credits it takes over 20 minutes for that section yeah i i didn't i didn't watch the end of the credits because um i was i was just hitting the down button i'm like jesus christ this is taking like a year and i'm fast forwarding through it i'm sorry i didn't watch your credits guys i there's way too many people working on every single video game i can't do it and i don't watch no one no you don't you should not have to make excuses for not watching credits the only time i've ever seen credits even comparable in length and i feel like these are actually longer is like lord of the rings extended editions something that's actually bullshit i'm a huge lord of the rings fan is that the extended edition runtime includes the credits and the credits are Uh, all like half an hour because well i think all movies well because all because all like three games yeah why are we talking about games Excuse me, it's all... Oh, so you... When you say extended, are you talking about each individual one? Or, like, if you're, like, watching each them Each individual movie... I, I, I'm not sure if there's, like, a cut that's, like, all three of them, and then no, the, the no, credits for no, all three at no, the end. No, no, I'm saying... This is, like, such a minor complaint. I don't know, like, white nerd problem. But, like, the the extended editions are not as long as they say, okay? I want them longer. They All, all of them include 
the credits in the runtime and each credits is like half an hour because they include every single member of like the, some Lord of the Rings fan club or something or movie club. Legitimately, it's just names for like half an hour. And I'm just pissed. I want more Lord of the Rings. Okay. Give me more Lord of the Rings. Well, I mean, like, I don't want to just like complain about credits for like <laughs> any amount of time. This is, One minute is too much time to complain about credits. I honestly don't really have that much more to add. Do you have any final thoughts on the game? Besides go play it. It's good. Like I like I said, I don't have many complaints about it. It's like I said, it's play it. It's good. Fucking uh, the pin system sucks. It's basically it. Combat is kind of repetitive, but still fun because you get to augment stuff. It's play it. Yeah. Well. Well. I have no complaints. Ten out of ten. That is like the most underwhelming way to say a game is good. It's like oh, I don't have any complaints. I'm, I'm not gonna Perfect say it's a game. ten out of ten. This is probably yeah, like a, a nine, nine out of ten. This is a nine. This is like 10. a nine. Yeah. This is a, like a. Like a high 9 out of 10 for me, so. I mean, I don't like giving number ratings in the first place, but hey. I don't, but it's like I'm pretty confident in saying this is like something that I think people should remember. Do you think it was better than the first one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the first one was like an 8 You're out like, of 10. I, I enjoyed it, but there were certain levels I legitimately hated. And in this, I, there was not a single level that I didn't enjoy. And like there, there is levels that like resonated with me that I will remember going forward in my life. There's well, some super cool like cinematics and stuff like inside of levels. Like uh, I guess a little bit of spoiler. Like one of the last levels, you're like on like a kind of like a ride, and you're like flying through this thing, and you're like going through like these tunnels, and like the it's super crazy. Like and then you go in a uh, toilet, and then the toilet flushes, and then it fills with poop, and then that's, that's uh, literally <laughs> the what poop just gets in your mouth. Me. Doodles, poop. what do you think about the game? Doodles. Doodles. Do- doodles. Doodles. I-, I see you there. You're looking at me. Legitimately. Legitimately, Doodles looking at what? me, and Doodles is not what? telling me I... about the game. Doodles. Give me those give me those deets. Give me those deets. Give cringe. Nintendo did more Nintendo things. They did more bannings of modded Smash tournaments, and everyone's all pissed off about it. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't even have anything to say on this. Like uh, Nintendo, obviously, they could do a little bit better to uh, enact what the fighting game community wants. But like, as a as an IP owner, you have to protect your IP, or else you lose your IP. I, yeah. I feel like they literally are legal. They just have to do it. And, and people are like, oh, look at them shutting down tournaments for twenty year old games. I'm like. Shutting down tournaments for 20-year-old games that are heavily modded and hacked and source cord. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's This isn't a conversation. I think we've had this conversation before. It's like, it sucks, but it's like, I'm not surprised, and you guys know it would happen, so. It would be significantly less bad if Nintendo actually cared about esports at all. And tr- Well, the thing is, they care about esports in their own way. They're like, we're going to make ARMS an esport, and then literally no one ever plays ARMS. Uh um. So, like, hypothetically, like, really what I think the solution to this is, is, like, in whatever put the new... Me- they're put not gonna, Melee on the Switch. <laughs> no, they're... I'm not saying... They they don't really want to acknowledge Melee as a, as a, you know, just whatever. They don't need to put Melee on the Switch. They don't need to make Melee remastered or GameCube Virtual Console. All they have to do, I feel like, in the newest iteration of smash bros have like a legacy mode where like all the mechanic like the gravity like you could turn it into melee mode yeah everything is just like melee yeah i mean yeah they're pretty cool like that, the thing to look out for is the fucking the nickelodeon brawl game <laughs> no one's it's gonna like, care 
People are talking are you about kidding me? That's going to be huge. Like, no, that's going to be so you, fucking huge. Do you like, not remember like, PlayStation All Stars? This is different though because you can main Nigel Thornberry. Yeah, okay. You can main Nigel Thornberry in Project M too, and look how and they have that, and, and they, they have, and they have fucking uh, what's it called? You can like wave dash and shit. Like it's like it was created by people who did like melee. It's like actually super hilarious. It's like hyper competitive already. People I personally are super like for it. People are super stoked for it, but there's a lot of these games that are Smash Bros. clones that are, like, legitimately technically impressive and, like, fun, but they're never gonna usurp Smash Bros. Smash Bros. is Smash Bros. I mean, some of these the games Dynasty. are doing really well. If you look at games like Brawlhalla and stuff like that, they're actually quite huge with, like, tournaments and shit like that, like, in a like, thriving scene. So. But me, as a person who does not give a single shit about fighting games, still knows what Super Smash Bros. is. Like, I don't know oh, what yeah, any of these the- games are. Yeah, like that we're talking like we're from not us, these like, are going to become casual. a household name. Like Nickelodeon Guts is not going to become a household name or whatever it's called. I I you don't we'll see. They should have called uh, it Nickelodeon Spill months. Your Guts. Okay, it's not called Nickelodeon Guts. It's called Nickelodeon. No, Brawl. I'm saying they should have called it Nickelodeon Spill Your Guts. Nickelodeon Guts is actually was a show. It was you, like Global Guts. Are you serious? Like, of course I'm making a Guts reference. Oh, <laughs> that's like a fucking an obstacle course show yeah and there's a snes game for it and it's terrible it's it is it's bad i i I like that you have definitely never heard of the snes game and you were just like and it's terrible because that's a good guess and it was i feel like i feel like i've played it i feel like i've played it you probably feel like you've played like 90 percent of uh isn't there one for nes too licensed titles um maybe i feel i feel like i've played like the nes one or maybe i'm thinking of um I don't think there's any Nintendo games for the NES. Did you just say I don't think there's any Nintendo games for the NES? Nickelodeon games for the NES. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not I having like NES. No, I literally just looked it up. I couldn't find any. You, you see this? You see this drip? <laughs> see this drip? Supreme Shrek. You see this drip? The Gucci Mane cocaine. Yeah. Shirt? The, the the only the only difference is this is official. Okay. That's not. A, is that like? Is that an actual Supreme product? No. Yeah. They they had a Shrek collaboration. Like a month That's ago. Fucking, I am without words. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great, but like, whole, like everything about that is terrible. What the like supreme? It it's oh oh look, you gotta flex the drink. No, I just I have these too much now. I'm gonna get diabetes. Uh, they're okay. really good, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And you can't. I have started them. drinking these Bang Energy drinks because they are zero sugar, zero calories, zero sodium. They're still gonna kill you. Hell yeah! Like they, <laughs> they, they can't just rem- see. I'm scientific. There's like an equilibrium for dude. Um, it's ze- it's zero everything that I care about. All beverages, they have an equilibrium of like how much they're gonna kill you. Like you can't if you take away the killing substances in monster you have to replace them with equally killing substances like hypothetically zero sugar versus regular sugar like water has is no killing yeah potential. but so this will kill me in different ways but they're like unseen ways like as long as i look good that's all that matters ways that no human being knows about yet because they haven't done longitudinal studies because the chemical longitudinal yeah horizontal no well that's an actual thing isn't that like where a location is on a map longitudinal study is a (laughs) type of correlational research that is looking at variables over an extended period of time so yeah i'm saying like they haven't done extended period of time studies on the effects of like 
random no, chemicals. Don't, don't that say were invented. extended period of time studies. What you said was correct. I'm just a dumbass. Yeah, well, <laughs> that I'm makes tra- it sound even worse. <laughs> well, what I'm trying to say is like they they like I don't Sorry. know when they invented aspartame. When yeah, they started using aspartame in the 80s. So like they don't know what aspartame is gonna do to people. And like like imagine drink, you drink diet coke for 50 years. They don't know what that does to the body. Like all diet drinks taste like fucking metal. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can guess what I have in my hand right now. Dice? No, it's a, a a piece of candy that's been on my desk for. That like looks like a, a D twenty though. Yeah, I'm basically right. It's like that looks grape like a, candy. A melted like, D twenty die. <laughs> this has been on my desk for like ever. That's pretty cool. Do, a you, have, bit do of, you have gamer desk right now? Um, it's beyond gamer desk right now. I have gamer background. Let me just. <laughs> what do you, what do we even have this week? Uh, I want to talk about this. My new Switch. It's fucking life changing. Those who don't know, I bought a Big Daddy real Switch. I had a Switch Lite. It was awesome. I could play games on it. Um, and it's not something you think about or realize until you try an actual Switch, how much um, you actually want an actual Switch over a Switch Lite. I told myself, oh, I just want to lay in bed. I just want to play handheld. It doesn't matter. It matters a lot. I actually had the same conversation with uh, the employee at GameStop I bought this from, and he did the same thing. He bought the regular Switch, uh, excuse me, the Switch Lite, because he was like, oh, I'm just going to play a couple games. I just want to lay in bed. Half a year later, he bought a regular Switch. and was like, I never want to not play this again for one for laying in bed it's a bigger screen it's actually quite nice like i was actually able to play hades on it it was a big enough screen in bed where i'm not like what the fuck's going on you never played hades on on, i mean i i know you played for the podcast hades on pc but like i i also know you had it multi-platform you you never played on your switch Lite? i did i played a couple times i just i couldn't play it because it was like too tiny okay but like on like I guess mobile mode, whatever the fuck you call it, on the Switch is like on this one. It, like it's a little bit. It seems like it's brighter. It's bigger. Like it just it's all around better. That being said, though, holy shit, two Joy-Con system is the most comfortable shit ever for playing games. Like literally, I can just lay in bed. Like I hate the Joy Cons, so I'm gonna one hundred percent disagree with you. Okay, I have I have, I have I, issues with the Joy Cons and Joy Con drift, and maybe I have. I have zero. I because I have a version two. I have zero Joy-Con drift. It's like a brand new, like new. They new, never new fixed Switch. Joy-Con drift. Like the, well, Joy-Con whatever. Drift still I, I don't have any. Yeah, but it's like we'll I, I have. I I'll have check like, back laying, <laughs> like laying in bed against the wall, like one Joy-Con up here, one like down here, just like. Congratulations! You've, you've so transcended to even like, lazier so, gamer. So comfortable. All I want to know is like, as as someone who owned a Switch Lite. And like, does the Switch Lite suck, or is it just that the Switch is so much better than the Switch Lite? It doesn't suck. It just—I feel like it's something more for little kids, you know. Okay. Like a little kid is just something that play. It just I, the biggest thing for me is my eyes. Like I just couldn't see it. Everything was just so tiny. Like, did you know it was tiny, or is it like now looking back, it was tiny? Well, my my vision's getting slightly worse over time because oh, no. I terrible diet and I probably you can't game diet. if you're blind. So stop Di- doing that. I probably have a uh, diabetic degenerative eye disease. Jesus. You don't have diabetes, right? No. Okay. <laughs> not not yet. Not yet. I mean, I'm the one here like sipping a soda now every single podcast. I- I'm like I'm like sipping on bang energy drink zero. I'm like ready to punch at a child 9 in the, the morning. Face. So or 9 in the well, 9 in the morning would make sense. 9 in the afternoon. Well, I was drinking one yesterday to fucking play the stupid ass game. Uh, I was like, I'm gonna play this fucking all night because I felt like shit, and I'm like sitting there jittery, like like trying to fall asleep at 6 a.m., like fucking exhausted, but like 
they didn't really because touch they touched on caffeine out. or they touched on addiction a bit but they they didn't touch on caffeine addiction so i'm i don't know what to say no. you're just trying to get in the zone speaking well, of getting in the zone did you see that guy that injected semen into someone and they got arrested he in he didn't i thought he just like had a syringe <laughs> and he was just like doing around that like he was just like no pushing like he the like syringe he, around people he had oh. a syringe filled with his own semen and he walked up to someone it was like Okay, like that's so much them. worse. That like I, it was traumatizing <laughs> to be chased by a semen like, man. Holy but fuck! That's no, like, he wasn't. He wasn't even chased. Someone was just standing there, and he just walked up to them. And was like, and just like walked off. That is, I <laughs> have t- no. You words. could just be in. You could just be injected with like someone's jizz, or you know, AIDS. I didn't look in to see if it was like infected or anything like that. I, it was just like jizz. Like, I, what's the what's I feel the health like effects would of having jizz in your bloodstream? I I bet it's been done more than you think. Okay. Well, it's like I'm sh- like you inject air into your bloodstream, you like die. Yeah, but one is like, bodily is like, fluid. Okay, bodily fluid so because love it's like bodily fluids. I'm a doctor in this situation. So like jizz and blood just are match made in heaven. For some people, that's that's not my vibe. <laughs> that's, I don't think that's anyone's vibe. Hopefully, that Actually, is definitely sure people's people vibe. Like that. Yeah, there's what, there's an, like well, you know, there's sounds like a good band name, like Jizz and Blood. It probably exists. It's probably like a niche metal band that is impossible to distinguish from the other like 95 grindcore bands that all sound the same. I'm sorry to the grindcore fan base. I don't like the <laughs> genre. Anyway, I, the thing is, like, this article, when you sent it to me, okay, so let's actually read the title, because, like, you're just, like, throwing out something with insane, like, context, but, okay, Maryland man whose attack on a woman with a semen-filled syringe was caught on camera sentenced to 10 years. So this happened a bit ago. The thing is, like, I'm not going to say this is my backyard, but it's in my state. This is where I'm currently living, so it's very weird to this see. This could have been you. This could have been me. I'm I'm very careful, okay? I keep social distancing. If a guy was coming at me with a syringe, I'd be like, "Where's your mask?" I think she was I think he was like facing like she was like facing away and she just, he just like walked past her and was like and like kept going. I guess I wonder where the inj- That's like, like so scary. Like in the neck, it's like I it's it's like, significantly like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's significantly ah! different than like the arm, okay? I think it was like in the back. I, I I like read like the first paragraph was just like. There's no point to this shit. article except for the title. We all know that we we don't. I don't want to actually know information about this because that'll just make me sad. It's just like the fact that I thought it was a man chasing around people with Listen, his semen, which is already at, terrible. At, every once in a while, we just gotta get a little sensationalist on here, you know? Okay, I guess you're. Every once in a while, you gotta get a little <laughs> sensation. I I'm speculating here, but it's your fault. Okay, you're you're the just, one who linked uh, this to me. You're the one who just brought this up. Listen, uh, sometimes we're doing like gamer shit. We're doing, you know, Twitch drama, whatever. Are you, are you, you saying just, this is gamer shit? Sometimes, yeah, this is a big gamer move. No, sometimes you just got to bring a little IRL into the mix, you know? What this is what reality is like. Thomas this is what happens Brian on the main streets. Steeman. His name is Steeman. <laughs> maybe that's why he did it. His yeah, last maybe. name is Steeman. Yeah, I mean, like, like, people made fun of him so bad. He's like, you call me Steeman, well, I'll give you Steeman. <laughs> That was the plot twist of the century. No. But do you think he was a gamer? All right, Thomas Thomas Steeman Gaming. All right, gaming does not come up. It, it's I only just, about his assault. There's no gaming involved. I guess he has the highest score for 
no 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 you can't be like it's already bad enough when like you ever like watch a movie and it's like about nerd culture and then it's like guess he got the high score you're talking you're bringing that into the real life about a sexual deviant no did you see that uh csi episode or like at least the clip oh yeah i forgot about that one that's yeah it was like the woman she got like raped at a fucking uh, it was gamergate based yeah, it was like a convention for like video games, and then she's like got raped, and then she's in the bathroom. And there's like, oh, what happened to you? They got the high score, and then it fades to black. That <sighs> it's those, terrible. Those CSI writers, man. I I have no response to stuff like that. It's just like it's so cringe that I can't handle it. Can we move on to literally anything else? Yeah, sure. What do you got? Tacos. Actually, that's a bad show. No, not the innuendo taco. <laughs> taco Bell. You're a Taco Bell fan, right? I, I Let me tell you. I actually had this conversation with someone the other day. Do you like the quesadillas from Taco Bell? No, I hate every single item from Taco Bell. I actually hate Taco Bell so much. Really? I fucking love Taco Bell. Yeah, I think I, the quesadillas are hella decent. They're like literally my lowest tier of the fast food ladder. Wow. The last like the last good item I remember was like the black taco, whatever you whatever it was actually called dude you didn't like the volcano taco or like i like the, the volcano, volcano taco but that was around the same time as the black taco and then after that i just never went back because everything sucked wow when was the last time you had it not actually like two years ago like i remember i you, i had to try their fries but i don't i used to i no, but like you're not gonna convert me on taco bell i just don't like taco bell that much oh but what is your to answer bell. to the to your friend and you debate whether or not what chalupas are good, chalupas are good. Case, uh, I like their quesadillas. Their soft. Uh, I, I just don't like quesadillas good. that much. I feel like cheese and I love bread is just like a relatively boring combo. You got to add you something. Don't, into do the you mix. not like grilled cheese? I do, but like that's different. I, I like the bread. You, you literally said character. bread and I cheese. I know. I know. I realize now that when you said that, like, yeah, of course. But and like, is tortilla a bread? Yeah, okay, maybe that's that's the distinction. Tortilla and cheese is just a boring combo, because tortilla well, and, is boring by and itself. And chicken, okay. and jalapeno cheese sauce. I feel like every single, like, quesadilla that's been offered to like, if someone, like, made quesadillas at their house, it's like, for some reason, they don't add meat. Maybe because it's the easiest thing to I make for I always add meat to mine. Okay, well, I just have, maybe I've had a lot of vegetarian quesadillas in the past couple years, and that's why I hate quesadillas. We are so besides the point here. That's Taco the- Bell... Is testing out a subscription service. That sounds awful, and <laughs> I don't like. I I didn't read it at all because it sounds so fucking stupid. Because you always explain this to me. No, okay, it's actually a relatively good deal if you're a degenerate who goes to Taco Bell constantly. But okay, like the thing is, like, like me and my guilties. Yeah, so it, you would. This is a good deal. But the thing is, I just think it's so funny that everyone's got to get into that subscription game. You gotta. You, you look at your bills, HBO Max and Taco Bell. So the thing is. <laughs> The thing is, for 30 days, it ranges uh, from 5 to 10 a month, and you get, uh, I think you get one free taco a day. Wait, that's a fantastic deal. Yeah, it is. If like, you, if you like want... coming home from coming home from work, it's just like, oh, I just need a little snack. Let me get a crunchy taco. Oh, yeah, okay. Customers with the Taco Lover's Pass can order one crunchy taco, soft taco, spicy potato soft taco, or Doritos Locos taco per day for 30 days straight. So For how much? five to ten dollars depending on locations like if you're in like the city That's, center you could because a taco itself is it's like a dollar, a dollar right? f- it's like a dollar forty dollar fifty in some places so it's like you could literally do that like five times in one month and it's worth the money i think they're banking on the fact that they know that if people eat like more than 
three Taco Bell meals in a week, they'll never want Taco Bell again. Well, it's less about that. I don't get it often. Like, I'll probably get it, like, maybe once or twice a month. But, like, I could totally see myself, like, driving past Taco Bell. Oh, I'm hungry after work. I, I you know, only have a couple bucks in my pocket. Let me just grab a crunchy taco because that's something I feel like this I idea want. sounds good on the surface for, like, the first two days. And then, like, imagine... <laughs> well, I'm eating, not going to get it every day. Like, imagine get, eating a Taco Bell taco every single day for 30 straight. How much would you hate that last taco? You'd want to die. Uh, it would be disgusting, but, like, I could see myself, like, maybe two one week, one one week, and then three, like, the next week, and then, like, maybe none the next... Like, that kind of thing, you know? This is, like, feed the homeless tier good deal. Like, Oh, dude, like, what if, like, <laughs> you get, like, 100 people together to all get this, and then you all just, like, give it to homeless people every single day? Well, no, it's, if you are a, no, I'm not even talking that. I'm talking, like, a resourceful homeless person, because, like, homeless people have $5. Like, most of them have, like, a tiny bit of funds. Like, they're not so, like, because they literally need to eat. They're not going to. We could literally solve world hunger with this pass. Like, yeah. <laughs> like like how much like how many people are in the world? Let's actually do the math on this. Eight billion. How many so forty billion people in the world? Hold on. How many hungry people are in the world? There's six hundred ninety million hungry people. All right. All right. So you're so talking about like per month. So that's six hundred ninety. One two three. One two three. Three billion three hundred fifty. All right. By thirty, for twenty three million dollars a month, you could like. End world hunger. I feel like the math on that was super wrong. You said 690 million people? That's how many people are hungry. 690 million people times five. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Times, times five. 300, $3 billion dollars a month, which is not like from the grand scheme of things, like that's the, the GDP of the United States. Well, no, but then you, have to div- then, then, you have to div- then you have to divide that by 30. Oh, okay. I didn't realize you're doing per day. You said per month. Yeah. So $115 million a day on Taco Bell. Like, Taco Bell solve- goes bankrupt in like <laughs> in a month because <laughs> they're obviously banking on people not using this every single day. <laughs> but think about how yeah I don't for one hundred fifteen million dollars a month you could literally end world hunger. That doesn't seem is like that like that psychological bad. torture though? It's like yeah you you're not going to be hungry but you're forced to eat Taco they Bell as your four different options though it's like oh i don't want a crunchy taco today let me get the potato taco you have like one and a half options you have a taco and then you have slight <laughs> variations that's like saying like have you you ever go to like um okay chipotle it's like oh you have millions of options because you include every single topping combination it's like that that doesn't work it's the same thing with slightly different toppings like seriously 115 million dollars a month ends world hunger straight yeah up. there's a few flaws in this plan but i appreciate your spirit here i mean i well, think about like, always... jeff bezos has 200 jeff bezos yeah he lost the s Je- Je- jeffrey bezizzles he could do that for 1739 days straight that's like three years no no excuse me 1739 months I, I, so 144 years. Your, your of ta- math is not right. Of tacos. Here. Your your it math is. is no because it's 115 million a day. No, that's a month. No, that's not a month because it's five dollars a month. Yeah, it's five dollars a month for a for one taco every day. For the cost is 690 million times five per month. And then you divide divided that by, by 30. Th- by, correct. 
which is 115 million per month per day. What's the dividing oh, by 30 do? Why would you divide by 30? <laughs> Listen, this is why calculators exist, okay? Yeah, but you used the calculator and then you got to this conclusion. Taco Bell at solve world hunger, okay? They're not that's, Okay, that's so the thing is conversation. Th- like <laughs> I I always thought that like I, obviously I'm not I am not the the public policy genius here. There's probably flaws in my plan. But like hypothetically, let's let's use Chicago as an example. Chicago has six flags. Right? Great America. Great America. How much is a season pass to Six Flags? Like 75 bucks. There are season pass options that also include one meal per visit. They're like a little bit yeah, more those money. Yeah, are super expensive. They're, they're not super expensive. They're only a couple hundred dollars. And when you consider that a Six Flags Great America has a water park too and r- r- entertainment... Which water park? So it has a water park too, which means it has a shower. Yeah, but we're talking we're talking about five dollars versus like. But then where do you go after? You just sleep in your car, I guess, or you just sleep in the water park area on the bench. It's like, oh, that dude's just chilling. I, I out. think they would kick you out. They would not kick you out if you were a season pass. Is that holder. like is that like the dystopian society <laughs> we get to eventually, where it's like people like live in Six Flags, like you pay for like the season pass to like live there and eat the one free meal. It's like ride your roller coaster today and go I, to your designated yes, housing. If I was president, I would send the homeless to Six Flags. <laughs> it's it's dystopian i I mean i I guess they're like it's dystopian beliefs they get to go on raging problem yeah the unhoused problem has gone on long enough six flags need to pull their way all right we need to look to see how much this actually is holy shit like we're literally solving all public problems like this is actually insane to me (laughs) just dumping on companies with subscription services okay so there's nothing that gives free food no, view all add-ons. They have a basic member dining. Eat a meal and snack every time you visit. So the meal thing itself is $60 just for the meal thing. For the whole season, though? Yeah, that doesn't even count season pass. Yeah, but the season pass for Six Flags is like already only like 50 to 60 bucks. What does it say? 2021 season pass, only $49.99. You can also get 2021 and 2022 for $70 instead of $50. So you get okay. two. So, so hypothetically, we're talking about like a five month. I don't know when a season pass period so is. It's like, so it's like $120 per person. Yeah. And you that get like, the meal and you get a shower. Something tells me that like is significantly cheaper than any other options they have to like solve homelessness and hunger. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> and you get like a water park. Dude, Six Flags needs to reach out to like Joe Biden and be like, "Listen, I can no, solve I don't think so. all I don't, your I don't problems, think, I don't think and it Six will be Six Flags so wants people to know cheap. the secret that they could solve the unhoused problem." Okay, and that's right. I'm. But how good correct. would it be for business? Like, to it would see be terrible their... for business. You go oh, to but Six their parks Flags would be filled, and there is a wave of yeah, it'd be filled. <laughs> it'd be filled with people that like. I no offense to people who are homeless, but like. There is a general stigma so, against homeless people. I, I, I want to say something. When you say no offense, usually people are going to take offense. Yeah, I, I guess. But like, you're like, those I'm, ugly I'm sorry, homeless people are going to be. I'm sorry to our it, homeless listeners. But it's like that fucking Eric Cartman episode of South Park where he's mad at the minorities at the water park. Okay, I'm Jesus Christ. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying. I'm not being racist against the you homeless here. I'm dirty pores. There is a general idea in business that you don't want to flood your business with homeless people. Like, that is... But, I mean, 
So just so you make another Six Flags next to Six Flags that are only homeless called people. homeless Six Flags. Like I don't <laughs> homeless what, what Six is Flags, this? but like all the tickets are sold out all the time. You're yeah. getting the money, but like what's there? Just homeless people. Like is there are there rides in that Six Flags? Nah, it's just a big field. Yeah, <laughs> this is what are we talking about? Okay. Like a, like a, cr- a crop dusting plane comes by with a ranch every two like, hours. I'm imagining the, the like meal. literally thousands of homeless trek to Six Flags, <laughs> <laughs> like like on trains. No, not like, on trains. <laughs> We're not making that reference. What the fuck are you saying right now? <laughs> All I'm saying is that this podcast has gone a little bit yeah. off the rails yeah okay it's the roller coaster rails <laughs> six flags think up think about it think about it this could i'm like send this to your fucking send this to joe biden s- no send this to your senator like i could solve all your problems right now or like what if that's like your platform it's like i am working with six flags to end hunger not even that you're working with them it's that like i am i am going and to then they force... can all they, they could all stay at great bear lodge <laughs> no they can't because that costs money yeah but like it's still like so the whole it? point of going to six flags is to sleep <laughs> they don't have anywhere to sleep there <laughs> you sleep on the lawn chair in the water bar man <laughs> <laughs> It's like th- like tens of thousands of people sleeping on like fighting over fucking uh beach chairs in the water park. And that like you're creating a nocturnal homeless society where they sleep at the six flags and go about their day during the night. So, so what I about guess like the going winter? about their night. Yeah, this this is a temporary stay on homelessness, okay? Yeah. Obviously there is going to be a period of time, roughly what? Six Flags is open only open to like uh when when's the water park close? Like September, early September, so we're talking like May to September. This is a small window to solve homelessness. But the thing it's is like better, it's probably still cheaper than like other options. Like I think they they spend like almost like $1100 per person for, for like already. Yes, but also, also, think about what could happen in that three months. You're chilling out at the water park. You have resources. You have a shower. You have the ability to use what I assume is like some sort of do. Amusement parks have to have Wi-Fi at this point, right? They might be charged for it. Probably. If there's some resemblance of free Wi-Fi getting your resume out the door, this is. They also have uh, DDR. They can get ripped. They can't get ripped because the DDR costs like a dollar for one credit and the pads don't work. <laughs> I, I think this, like, the thing is, you're going about this, like, really wrong because you can't say I'm working with Six Flags and homelessness because, again, Six Flags does not want this at all. They will do everything they can to stop Why? them being the solution to homelessness. So so, so then we just na- need to steal their business plan and do the same thing and just solve homelessness. Like, just create theme parks. The whole, the so whole point create of Create the theme parks pass. to put the homeless people there, you know, away from everybody else. They're having a good old time. Saves everybody money. Everybody's happy. They're on the roller coaster throwing up, eating corn dogs, you know. The it's, whole it's, point it's, of the season pass is that literally, people don't go. It's that's literally how they a utopian society. Okay, that's not true. They make a lot of money from like all the really expensive stuff in the park, but like the no, more they make their person... money because because you only go like once or twice. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they they either make the crowd off like or they they make their money back on like the super crowd who goes every single day and they like buy a plushie for like seventy five dollars every single yeah. time they go. Like or they dollar dip and dance. or they make their money off the person who buys a season pass and literally never goes. 
was was me. I, I I bought a season pass to an amusement park and then didn't go because of COVID, and they extended it for a year. But like, the thing is, COVID still was there a year later, so <laughs> it was it was a bad investment. But I what had can a, I, say? I got pressured into a gym membership. I had it for like five months. I never went. My platform as a, as a senator of Illinois, I guess we're doing Six Flags Great America in the Chicago area. I would yeah. say Six Flags. It's time for them to pay their dues. Okay, they as they profited off society, and now society needs to it's profit, profit off, off of them. them. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna solve homelessness. There we go. Beautiful platform. A- applause. The end. <laughs>